You're listening to the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast, a podcast designed to help female entrepreneurs like you stand out authentically and genuinely on social media. I want to get you creating the social media content that may be imperfect for others, but it's right for you and your business. I'm your host, Kirsten Jordan. I'm a social media content strategist, and I'm excited you are here today. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Social. And today we're going to talk about Clubhouse. So we've been chatting um, with a few guests about Clubhouse and sort of what are people thinking about it? You know, you know, is it going to be the next big thing? And I think it's time to actually dive in and talk to someone who has been spending quite a bit of time in Clubhouse and has some great uh, perspective from a fellow social media strategist. So I'd love to welcome back to the podcast. You were my first repeat guest, Wave. Um, I loved you so much. You had to come back. So Wave is here today and we're going to talk all about Clubhouse. And so those of you that have listened to Wave's episode before, you know, she is very well known in the TikTok world. She's an amazing TikTok strategist and coach, but she's also an amazing social media strategist. So welcome, Wave. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me back. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time. I know you are a busy woman. So why are why are people loving Clubhouse these days? I feel like all of a sudden it just exploded and everyone was like, let me in, get me that invite. <laughs> How can I get yes. in? Yeah, there's still a lot of people trying to get invites. So I say the number one thing is access. So right now it gives you access to industry experts and celebrities that you may not normally have uh, the chance to speak to. So there are many of these, you know, celebrity entrepreneurs. I know there's a lot of people who are very interested in marketing listening right now. So those celebrity entrepreneurs on the app, such as the Gary V's, the Grant Cardone's, they are on there sharing their wisdom and they're open to answering questions from listeners. And then of course, there's the other celebrities like Elon Musk was on the app, Bill Gates, Joe Rogan, Mark Zuckerberg, everybody gets really excited when they come on the app because these are people you just, you know, you have exclusive access to. I even had a friend tell me the other night that he put on his Instagram stories. He was in a room with Paris Hilton and MC (laughs) Hammer. How crazy is that? (laughs) That that is, that's pretty crazy. (laughs) I'd love to know what they were talking about, but Uh, me too. I wish I I wish I was in that one. Yeah. And then the other thing, you know, what people love about Clubhouse is it's networking, right? Everyone right now on the app, uh, it's in the early adopter phase, everyone's open to networking and collaborating. So if you want to meet more people in your industry who are at a higher level than you, it's really, really great for that, for building those relationships and leveraging your own personal brand. And then, like I said, it's still in the early adopter phase. So it's quite easy to build an audience there, position yourself as that go-to expert in your field. And then as long as you continually, you know, show up and give value, you can use the app, you know, as a part of your funnel for lead generation, that sort of thing, making sales. Hmm. Okay. I I realized we just kind of went for it. And (laughs) for anyone who might not know what Clubhouse is, and I feel that that's becoming less and less, could you just give a quick like 30 second um, introduction into actually what is Clubhouse? 
For sure. Clubhouse is a new social media app. It's almost a year old, but really became um, buzzworthy and popular at the fall of 2020. It has 10 million downloads and it's been valued at $1 billion. So the app itself is based on live audio chat rooms. You can think of it like a conference call or a podcast, but it's more interactive. Topics in the rooms range from everything to dating and relationships, Bitcoin, marketing, faith. I've even seen karaoke rooms and stand-up comedy rooms so people are using it for entertainment as well. The rooms are split in two so one side is the stage where there's moderators and speakers and then the other side is the audience where you can listen. If that host allows you to raise a virtual hand you can do so and you can come to the stage to speak and that is how you can talk to people, uh, learn provide value, all that sort of thing. And then, you know, just to find these rooms, there is a main feed. It's called the hallway. That's where there's a list of rooms, a vertical feed that you scroll up. And what you see in your hallway depends on who you follow and what your interests are. Hmm. Yeah, I actually was, I was in a room with Guy Kawasaki, who he is amazing. He's the founder of Canva. And he was talking about why the why Clubhouse has actually seen such a rise in popularity. And it really has to do with the external sort of landscape that we're living in right now, where one, people are hungry for human connection. And, you know, some people might not have families that they're living with, they might be in a condo on their own and really want that craving that connection and relationship building. People are also, I think we've heard the term zoomed out a lot. People are yes. kind of getting that, that video Zoom fatigue. fatigue is real. <laughs> and prefer to maybe be sitting in their pajamas, you know, chatting away. And the last thing that he said is that it's the first time in a weird way that the social media is actually social because it's allowing the listeners to mm-hmm. actually have a voice. Um, And I know I'm going to ask you a little bit later on in terms of could Clubhouse replace podcasts, but in a way it can't because the listen, this is the first time listeners can actually ask Mm -hmm. their questions, which is really neat, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, he is spot on there. The appeal that you do not have to show up camera ready is very appealing to a lot of people. <laughs> For us who are marketers and being on social media, you do not do not have to show up camera ready. That's definitely a bonus. And another thing about the app is that you can multitask, right? You can minimize the app. You can be, you know, scrolling on your Instagram, writing an email while you are listening to a conversation. Or, you know, there's a lot of people listening and working out or cooking, doing errands around the house, that type of thing. So it's great that you have that freedom as well. Okay. And since you're very, you're known for TikTok, but Mm -hmm. do you like Clubhouse a little bit more or TikTok still? I'm just curious. Uh, I still love TikTok. I'm obsessed with that app. I can't really (laughs) (laughs) choose one or the other. I've I am very interested in Clubhouse and how it's going to evolve. You know, there's, I think, some pros and, and cons to different things on Clubhouse, uh, which we can discuss a little bit more. But it's it's going to be very interesting, yeah, to see how it evolves. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's, you know, especially as other platforms maybe think about how they might add that functionality in, where, where does Clubhouse sort of fit? And then, you know, I don't know a lot about the founders of Clubhouse, but, you know, they're obviously tech geniuses. Will they move on? Will they sell, you know, and sort of move on to their next thing? It's it's kind of an interesting thing to, to mm-hmm. watch out for. But how did you actually get started as an entrepreneur using 
clubhouse and how have you found it useful for your own business? Cause I think a lot of people listening to this would have that question. For sure. It's probably the number one question. Yeah. <laughs> Does uh, it convert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got started on clubhouse in December. I heard about it through some digital marketing friends and they were like, yeah, you got to get on this. They, I got an invite from them and immediately, yeah, I jumped on and saw that. Yeah. Just like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you can use it as another social media marketing tool to generate leads, nurture an audience, make sales. So that got me really excited. And um, I didn't hesitate. I just started hosting rooms on my own. I was collaborating with other industry experts in social media. And I started experimenting and seeing what worked for me with different room types and figured out what I like to do. And then I also quickly learned to set some boundaries on the app because it can be addictive Hmm. and time consuming. So yeah, are we making money? We can go right into that now if you want. Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. But it's interesting that you said, you know, you had to set those boundaries because I have to admit sometimes, and it could be the way that my hallway looks. Sometimes I wonder, I'm like, has this person ever left the app or are they there all the time? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I swear there's people who just live on the app. They're always yeah, on. It. I actually had to unf- I had to unfollow someone because I was like, I can't take this anymore because she, this person, she's in every single room. And mm. I'm like, at to the point I'm like, how is that even feasible that she's in these rooms at this time? I have but- seen people in multiple rooms at the same time. Apparently, that is a thing that they do discourage. But if you have multiple phones, you can do that. I don't think that seems to be fair because how can you give it if you're speaking on a panel, how can you be giving your attention and, and value in both rooms? Yeah, no, for sure. So let's go back. Let's go into the money thing. Can it make you money? For sure. Uh, Yes, it can. Here's my own personal experience. This just happened yesterday. So just yesterday, I was hosting a room. I do that weekly with another Instagram strategist. We both just cover TikTok and Instagram tips. And, you know, I'm always looking at the audience when I'm moderating and speaking and checking the bios. You can tap on a profile photo and look at people's bios. Um, And after I finished the room, I checked my email and I saw one of the names I recognized in the room. And they just went ahead to my website and purchased a 60-minute consulting session with me. And I was like, wow, this person didn't even come up to the stage to speak to me. They... Their first action was not to sign up for my lead magnet or go to my Facebook group, which I'm always talking about in my rooms. So she must have seen the value in what I was saying and saw that I'm the expert. And she just went straight to the purchase. You know, that's a $250 sale. It's not a lot of money, you know, for most business owners, but sounds awesome. I personally haven't tried selling higher ticket offers. You know, that is something I like to do when I work with this client once. And then maybe, you know, we can determine if that's something that works with us together uh, down the road. But there are a lot of people who are reporting uh, that they are selling four to five K offers on Clubhouse. A lot of it apparently is going down in the Instagram DMs, uh, telling people what they do is they tell people to reach out in the DMs and they either continue to build the relationship there or they pitch them to work with them or they're getting them on a call but they seem to be from what I've heard is they're converting people in the dms Mm. and one of the reasons why that is happening is because there is no dm feature on clubhouse so everything yeah and your instagram is linked it's you know other than twitter it's the only clickable link so that's Mm. why most people go to instagram and connect in the dms and start talking there 
Yeah, I, I think this is sort of the the digital geek in me that comes out. I am very curious where they take the user experience of the app because I will be honest, I think it could improve vastly. It's not the most intuitive app to navigate through. And, you know, will they consider actually keeping the messaging in that particular app rather than to send people out to Twitter or Instagram? It's kind of fascinating to watch, right? It is fascinating, but at the same time, I hope they don't do it because I've really been able to grow my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I have more org- organic growth on Instagram than I have in years. <laughs> hmm. Could there be a partnership coming up? I don't yeah. know. Okay. So I would love to actually ask you, um, I love that you just dove right in. I've been doing the same. I think it's, that's the best way to learn, you know, is just to try it out and to sort of figure things out as you go. Yeah. But I for... Mean- For people that are interested in getting started more with Clubhouse, what are your top tips to do that? For sure. The first thing you should do is write out your bio, because if you don't have anything in your bio, people won't follow you. They don't know who you are. You're just a complete stranger. So writing out your bio, and I have a few tips for that as well. You want to focus (laughs) on your first three lines, because when you are in a room, whether you're listening or speaking and people tap on your profile photo, the first three lines of your bio shows up. So you want to make that engaging, say what you do, maybe use some emojis or call to action to click down so that they read the full bio. So yeah, of course, in your bio, you want to say what you do, who you help, what you help them with, break it up with emojis. Emojis are very popular in the bios. They're also searchable. There's no clickable links in your bio, but a lot of times, you know, if they're short and kind of memorable, you you can still Mm -hmm. type them out. I have mine typed out. People can kind of copy and paste or remember what they are and type them into the web browser. You want to connect your Instagram and your Twitter, and then you want to think about building your credibility or authority in in your bio. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to say something like the number of clients that you've helped or how many experience you have, anything, you know, any recognition you've received, that types of thing that helps to establish your credibility. Okay. That's great. Yeah. So you mentioned that you, you host a regular room. Do you host it on a weekly basis? Yes. So I actually have made a club. One of the first things, another thing I did when I joined Clubhouse was applied for a club Mm -hmm. because you can have rooms. Anybody can make rooms and start them at any time. You can pre-schedule them or start them, or you can also apply for a club. It does take a few weeks Mm -hmm. to get a club. So that's why I applied right away. And they are more likely to give clubs to people who are more active on the app and regularly hosting rooms. So mm-hmm. you do have to show that you are active and, and regularly hosting. So I did make a club called TikTok for Entrepreneurs, and I host all of my rooms in there, whether they're my own or other people can host rooms in there as well. Okay, great. And I guess I started going here a little bit earlier on in the interview, but, you know, there, there has been some news, you know, with Twitter, with Instagram, thinking about what is their version of Clubhouse looking like. And I was in a conversation with some other female entrepreneurs the other day, and people were talking about, you know, Instagram rooms, and is this, is this better? I'll be honest, you're still on video, and that kind of takes away from the audio, and you can't be in your PJs. Um, So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure, but I'd love to hear what you think. Yeah, because of the popularity, of course, all the other social media giants are trying to replicate it. 
We know that Twitter has a version that's already in beta called Spaces. Mm -hmm. I have some digital marketer friends who've tried it out and the feedback was that it kind of lacks the intimacy of Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. And then yes, Instagram launched their own version called Rooms, which is for people can go live together with the whole idea of getting people to collaborate and create more of these sort of talk show or podcast type of vibes. But like you said, you are on camera, so you still have to show up that way. (laughs) So it's not quite the same. So also I was reading in China where Clubhouse is banned, ByteDance just announced, you know, ByteDance who owns owns TikTok is working on a Chinese version of the app. So it is like, it's global. Yeah, I think for, for me, the Instagram side, one is the video. And as far as I know, it's only four people on video at once. And it, it does still take away from being like, I guess people can comment, but they're not going to be able to be brought up on stage and sort of participate yeah. in the conversation in the same way that they might be able to on Clubhouse. What what do you think would is the best, you know, you had some great tips in terms of getting started. Should people follow clubs or should they try to follow, figure out what rooms they should participate in at first. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, once you've joined the app and you've made your bio, you do want to go follow a people Mm -hmm. because who you follow is what you're going to see in your hallway. Uh, So you want to follow people in your industry, follow people in related industries and follow ideal clients and customers, and then people who resonate with you. And yeah, you can also follow clubs as well. You will get notified when events in those clubs happen. So you can use the search tool. You can type anything in. You can look for people or you can also look for clubs, which is really helpful. So maybe, you know, you're just starting on the app and you want to learn more about influencer marketing. You could type that in and look for clubs that host those types of events uh, so that you can find that information. Okay, that's cool. So do you think... My final question, do you think this is going to maintain momentum this year? Yeah, I think it is definitely going to. So they have, there's been a lot of talks of what, how Clubhouse is going to monetize. So I do think there is already some competition for attention, you know, when it comes to podcasts and Clubhouse starts to build in these monetization systems, things could change. There's a lot of discussions and talk on the app that soon they're going to incorporate charging a fee for Mm. rooms. So maybe if you wanted to host like a masterclass or a workshop, you could receive funds, which I'm sure would also involve the app taking a cut of that as well. But just adding in more of that monetization strategy, there's also been mentioned that there's could be some type of like tipping service. Mm. Now people are already putting like their cash apps, PayPal's, Venmo's in their bios. And I've also started to see sponsored rooms. So a brand mm. is mentioned in the room title and they're paying a fee to the host to be mentioned in the discussion. And in some of the rooms I participated in, they do record. And I think, you know, originally the intent was that it would be unrecorded, but like you said, things seem to be shifting and things seem to be yeah. coming in. <laughs> I mean, if anybody does want to record, there's always workarounds you can find to that. You cannot screen record. That's like a no-no in Clubhouse. But of course, people can use other devices to screen record the audio. So there are workarounds. I'm not something I'm promoting. But I think that, yeah, the record option probably will be built in as some sort of monetization. So yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. 
Well, thank you so much for taking the time today. Do you have anything that people could go to, and I can put it in the show notes, in terms of, you know, a tip sheet or a guide on on how to get started with Clubhouse? Yes, for Mm -hmm. sure. If you want to know more about Clubhouse and getting started, I do have a guide called the Top 10 Clubhouse Tips, and you can download that through the link. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Way, for spending the time. This was very insightful, like it was last time around TikTok. And so thank you so much. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast. If you like what you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review or to subscribe so you can make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes. And I'd love to continue the conversation over on Instagram at Kirsten Jordan Digital. Until next time, keep being perfectly imperfect.